0: One of the greatest traits of a really great leader when you can stay connected to your visions and your dreams no matter what you meet out there.
1: Welcome to Inspiring Leaders, the podcast that shares ideas, perspectives, and best practices from great leaders around the world to help you become a more inspired leader. Hello and welcome back to the Inspiring Leaders podcast brought to you by Ubiquity Online Coaching. I'm your host, Terry Lapovsky, and I think you're going to be quite happy that you joined us today. We've got a really cool topic for you, know the truth, why knowing who you are changes everything. And I can't wait to introduce you to an immensely inspiring leader, someone who's been featured in Psychology Today, the Huffington Post, the Times of India, and she's the only European to be named to Oprah Winfrey's Super Soul 100 list and as a Super Soul 100 teacher. All the way from Malmo, Sweden, Gordana Bjornet is an inspiring writer, an engaging keynote speaker, an author, and a unique wisdom keeper. Gordana, a hearty welcome to you. Thank you so much for joining us
0: Thank you so much for having me here, Terry. I'm enjoying this already.
1: Gordana, let's start with our usual opening question, because I know everybody's going to be expecting this one. I've been looking forward to asking you this. What leader has inspired you and why?
0: Great leaders are not appointed. They're chosen by circumstances. This I truly believe, and I'm always inspired by children and by teenagers because I feel that they are connected to core values within them and they have this passion to express these core values and one of my biggest inspirations is a young woman called malala yousuf sai
1: oh absolutely she's inspiring for sure
0: and this is because of her courage she's the youngest nobel peace prize laureate in history and because she is fearless and courageous and she stands up for what she believes in no matter what she was shot almost died She's still one of the great leaders to young people, especially young girls and about education around the world for young girls. So the other one is also a young person. It's my son, Hubert. I'm inspired by him because of the way he treats people, the way he is authentic every time he meets someone. He has this ability to bring out the best in them. I remember that when he was born, I was thinking that I was supposed to lead him into adulthood. And boy, was I wrong about that. <laughs> he is a leader. Yeah, He was born this way. I don't have to teach him anything. Actually, he is teaching me how to treat other people. So this has been one of the greatest inspirations in my life, my son. And the third and last one on my list is actually my husband. because he has this ability to stay connected to his visions and dreams no matter what obstacles he encounters. And I love watching that because I feel that that is one of the greatest traits of a really great leader when you can stay connected to your visions and your dreams no matter what you meet out there. So those three are the ones I really, really feel inspired by.
1: I like the perseverance that you highlighted with your husband. When you're talking about your son with what- came into my mind is the apprentice teaches the master
0: (laughs) yes that is so true this has been mind-blowing for me to have a child and to see him grow up and learn things from him
1: well talk about learning things from other people i've got to admit that when i first started reading the message that you've got out on twitter and learning a little bit more about what it is that you have to say it absolutely resonated with me. I wanted to know more. And I've actually been doing a little bit of research, and I was fascinated to learn that when you were young, at the age of 11, you came to a very profound realization that really guided your life. As I understand it, here you are, you're 11, and you come to this realization that the stars in the heavens and the stars in your mind are made of the same stuff. And that truth changed the way that you perceive yourself and set you on a lifelong adventure of exploring who you are and why you're here. I'm not trying to label you here, but I know that you've been described as passionate, you've been described as creative and even audacious, constantly learning and searching. And I believe that these are the traits that are the foundation for intelligence. So now that you and I have established the fact that Gordana is, in fact, a genius.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much.
1: (laughs) Let's take a look at the professional credentials here. You're an author with a brand new book out there. We'll get to that one just a little bit here. But you're a keynote speaker. You're a coach. You're speaking around the world about perception, reality, consciousness, creativity, and art. And one of our favorite topics, especially on this show, leadership. So, if you're willing, I know that our listeners and I would love it if you would explore some of your perspectives on these topics, and in particular, leadership. This is the Inspiring Leaders podcast, and you've got to let us in on how this whole thing came to be and how you got on Oprah Winfrey's Super Soul 100 list of awakened leaders and visionaries and named one of the Super Soul 100 teachers to guide and inspire people around the world. So, how did all this come to be?
0: It's very much about that. I have been privileged, or maybe I should say blessed, with a clear desire in this physical life. And that is to raise awareness and consciousness in everything I find myself in. Even as a child, I used to fight for other children, the ones that were too afraid or too shy to stand up for themselves. Right. And of course, that got me into trouble, but I simply couldn't help myself from doing this. I think I've realized that raising consciousness and helping other people is the purpose of my being here. Because I find enormous pleasure in creating conscious conversations with other people. I think that there is so much beauty in seeing the spark of light when consciousness expands. We reach new levels of understanding. I think also that that is the reason why I have chosen to work with people to help them know who they are and realize their true potential. I've been an entrepreneur together with my husband for the last 18 years, and I have been working as change agent, masterclass leader, thought strategist. I have clients such as governmental organizations, business-to-business consultants, educational organizations, and also I've been working as a mentor for private clients. This has been a great learning experience and a lot of fun for me, but I've always felt that working with big corporations and organizations kind of always left me feeling that I wanted to express myself differently. I felt that I wanted to share more. I wanted to share deeper thoughts. Five years ago, my mother got ill, and she was only 66 years old when she got ill. Mm -hmm. And I was sitting in the garden with my husband, and I was thinking about my mother, and here's a woman that had allowed herself to be silenced by a very dominant husband. Never, ever did she utter any of her deepest thoughts. And that's when he kind of hit me. Life is really too short to politely fit in. You can't do that. I was thinking, if I don't allow my inner voice to speak now, then when am I supposed to do that? So we were sitting there and my husband, well, he just suggested that I should post my unfiltered thoughts on Twitter so that anyone that would love to read them could read them. And I thought, thought at first, I mean, 140 characters, how do you boil down essential thoughts about who we are and why we are here <laughs> yeah. on 140 characters? It, it felt like an impossible thing to do. Yeah. And then I simply just started doing this. It became liberating for me. My... Real language is actually Swedish, but I started writing in English, and that opened up something within me. I can't explain what it was. The English language is so rich and so easy to use when you talk about consciousness. Expanded my consciousness to start writing about it on a deal level. That's how I became a wisdom philanthropist on Twitter. Five years later, I'm sitting here with 340,000 followers, and that's also where Oprah found me. She found me through Twitter. She saw the messages I was putting out there. I'm like a lighthouse. I mean, Twitter is a really negative place to be actually. I'm there posting positive thoughts after positive thoughts, telling people how to connect to their core and to become who they truly are. And that's where she found me.
1: So Oprah found you on Twitter. Yes. You've actually just made my day because now I realize that I actually have something in common with Oprah. Because that's how I found you.
0: (laughs) Yes. Most people find me on Twitter because I'm like an oracle on Twitter. I mean, I put out these, beautiful messages, everyday messages. I think I post maybe eight to 12 tweets a day. Wow. Every single time it comes back as a message to me that someone says, how did you know that I needed this right now?
1: Incredible.
0: And I feel that there is a synchronicity in this that is working for people. And I love doing it because I get so much love back. I mean, I can sit in Sweden in my pajamas and put out a Soft thought, and it will reach someone in India or in Australia, and they will give back love to me. It's beautiful. It's such a connecting thing to do.
1: And you have 340,000 followers on Twitter.
0: Yes, something like that.
1: Holy smokes. Wow, Gordana. Your message is obviously resonating with a lot of folks out there.
0: Yes, and I feel it's, it's so beautiful because when I started to listen to that inner soft voice within me, posting it out there, unfiltered, and this is a key word to put it out there, unfiltered, that is when it resonates with people. Because when it's unfiltered and it comes from source, with love, it will resonate with source and love within the one reading it. That's the beauty of it. I did not know that it would be that way when I started doing this. And now it's one of the greatest joys in my life to put out these tweets for people to read and enjoy and find themselves through.
1: So Oprah found you, and then what happened from there?
0: Well, then I got a message from Sherry Salata, who was then the president of OWN, I think. And she asked me if I wanted to dream a little. It was just one sentence When you're up to it, let's dream a little. We started dreaming together.
1: <laughs> and so you ended up meeting Oprah not long after that?
0: Yes, it took a few, few months for us to arrange all of these uh, things. And I was put on the Super Soul 100 list. And then I went to LA. And that was such a beautiful thing. I mean, being in the same room as all these. People. I mean, we're talking about Eckhart Tolle, Esther Hicks, Murray Forleo, Gabby Bernstein, Gary Zukav. The list is it's me. <laughs> and it was beautiful. The energy was so high. It was like coming home. I mean, when you meet people that are of the same frequency as you are, that have the same understanding of reality as you do, it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. I love every single second of it. It was actually one of the highlights in my life to be there and see all these people. So it was beautiful. Meeting Oprah was like, well, let me put it this way. She is very grounded, very present, and very authentic. Yes, very much engaged, very present. You feel seen, you feel heard. And I think that is also the characteristics of a great leader, when you can actually make people feel seen and heard, give them your presence. That is one of the greatest things you can do as a leader.
1: Let's talk about that a little bit because I know that you do a lot of public speaking. You're a keynote speaker all over the planet. A lot of the message that you bring to people relates to really authentic and great ways to inspire other people as a leader.
0: Because I talk very much about why knowing who you are and that changes everything. Because when you know who you are, you can help other people to connect to their core because you're kind of giving them to be themselves when you know who you are. And that is one of the most important things, because if you do not know who you are, then every action you take is, per definition, unconscious action, which means you're actually not creating your own life. You're creating someone else's life by the beliefs and things that you believe in. So for me, it's important to understand who you are and why you are here. And that's what I talk about all the time. That's what I tweet about. That's what I write about. That's what my book is about. I think the key question for everyone is, who am I and why am I here? Ask oneself these questions and to actually answer them is one of the most important things, not just for leaders. I mean, every single one of us should be asked ourselves, why am I here and who am I?
1: So hypothetically here, say that we're chatting with somebody and the response that we get back from them is, well, I know who I am. I'm Bill Smith. I've always been Bill Smith. I know exactly who I am what kind of a response would you give back to somebody like that? What is it that you really mean when you say knowing who you are?
0: I mean, knowing who you are from the core, because you are not your name. You are the one experiencing things here. You're the one perceiving things. You're the one feeling, seeing, hearing. You're not Bill Smith. You're the one perceiving the world through Bill Smith's eyes. I usually say that, When people ask me, who are you? I say, I am all that is experiencing itself through the desires and passions of Gordana
1: So The name is a label.
0: Yes, it is. It's a label. It's the container. It's a container of your desires. But you are a spirit. You are a soul experiencing a physical reality. And when I say to know yourself is to be connected to that spirit, to be connected to that source. And that source is always, unconditional acceptance, unconditional love, unconditional power from within. So when you're connected to that, every label becomes too small for you. It's like walking in too small shoes when you say, I am Bill Smith.
1: Isn't that an interesting way to think of it? You and I were chatting before we hit the record button here today, and we were talking about not just a person's name as a label, but really sort of the persona. I know Eckhart Tolle calls it the ego that you build around you, how you want to be perceived by others, what it is that you want to be seen as in this world. Obviously, that comes into it as well, though, because that part of this little label that you've got as well, and yet it's not really who you are.
0: Who you truly are, the essence of you, the life force within you, is so much more than your name or your work or your gender or your religion or whatever you might focus yourself into. It is so much more. That is what I'm talking about. When you connect to that source, you can explore who Bill Smith is in this reality, but you know that you are so much more than that. I usually say that your body does not have a soul. Your soul has a body. So your soul is primary, your body is secondary. And if you're defined only by your body or by your name or by your gender or by your religion or whatever, you are missing out on the source that is the power within you. And that is why I want people to connect to that source. Because when you are connected to that, you can do so much more in your life. You can create a life that you want, not a life that someone else has taught you how it should be.
1: You know, Gordana, I uh, read something on Twitter that really caught my attention just the other day, and it was something that you wrote. You said, all you truly own is yourself, and it continued. I, I wondered if maybe you could just capture that idea for our audience here.
0: I think I know which one you mean. It's the one that goes, all you truly own is yourself. Everything else is borrowed in the illusion of time and space treasure yourself.
1: You know, it it spoke to me. I read that and I just thought there's something very deep and very real and very true about every word that you wrote on that. And I really do appreciate it. And I think now that we're going through this, it's becoming clear to me and I hope to our listeners as well about how important it is to really not recoil or to hide or protect ourselves but to really have that courage to come through authentically as ourselves when we're in conversations, when we're leading other people. Is there anything that you would suggest that if somebody's found themselves in that situation where their true voice is not coming out, what is it that they can do? What advice would you give them?
0: They need to quiet down a bit and then to trust that inner voice. It's always going to tell you the truth. That inner voice within you will always tell you the truth. Even if it's uncomfortable for you, it will be the truth for you. So you have to trust that inner voice. And then you have to be authentic when you are interacting with other people. When you listen to that inner voice, you become more authentic. You become more of who you truly are. And then you have to have the courage to stay true to that, because that is as the tweet I read just a few seconds ago, it is the only thing that you actually own. That is the authentic you and the courage to be you in this world. So that is why I end the tweet with saying treasure yourself. You have to be kind to yourself. You have to listen to yourself. You have to be authentic and to have the courage to say so. It might sound complicated, but it's actually very easy and a very human thing to do. And it feels great when you do it. So just do it pressure yourself
1: you know i'm speaking very humbly here and saying what i'm taking away one of the biggest things i'm hearing for myself is there's a key in here that little key that's going to open the door is slowing down because in this world especially as leaders out there where there's so much information and there's so many demands for faster and more and all of the rest of it that we're Time is one of our most valuable things that we've got in this world right now. So taking that time to actually purposefully and intentionally slow down so that we can get more in tune with who we authentically are.
0: Give yourself time and space in your head to think. That's what it's all about, to slow down and just simply be and listen to that voice within.
1: I think it's incredible advice, and I think that there's a lot more to it. And I was going to mention this a little bit later on, but I want to mention it right now. I'm going to jump the gun and mention your book. (laughs) I insisted on naming this show the same as your book, but you have that book out there, Know the Truth, Why Knowing Who You Are Changes Everything. It just came out. It's already been published in five languages. I'm going to put links to that in the show notes as well. We were talking a little earlier about this really unique way that you've written the book, and that you can literally just pick a number, go into the book for that number, and tell us a little bit how that system works for the book.
0: Well, it's all about like synchronicity. It works like an oracle. It will give you the message for today. So we can Play with that. If you give me a number between 1 and 231, I will find it and I will tell you your message for today, Terry.
1: Okay, so I was born on the 13th, so Gordana, my favorite number is 13.
0: So I'll read you the message for number 13. Okay. We are not physical beings in search of our soul. We are souls experiencing a world of matter. We have all the power we will ever need already within.
1: You just made my day. That is beautiful. That is absolutely beautiful. Gordana, first of all, thank you for what an incredible ride. This has been an adventure in going within and really understanding ourselves. But before I let you go, we have a little bit of a tradition here on the show. Two questions for you. What challenges do you see facing many of today's leaders?
0: I wouldn't say that there is challenges. It's more about opportunities, because it has to do with leading from your heart to connecting to people and finding ways to support others. I think that is what we need to do as future leaders. But it's also, I think, about becoming more human, because that is what we were talking about all the time, to connect to your inner core, to your inner source, which will always come out as loving and accepting. And that, I think, is what future leaders need to tap into. And I see that it is happening because when I look at the young people out there, really young ones, they already know this. They were born with this knowledge. So I'm so looking forward to what is going to happen in the future and our leaders there.
1: Yeah, it's like we kind of lose that knowledge along the way somewhere and we have to rediscover it. You know, it's funny, you you sound like a wise soul. (laughs) You just have a knack for putting things. So here's something else, another opportunity for you to put things in a wise way for us. What does inspired leadership mean to Gordana?
0: Oh, it means illuminating the potential in the other and giving them time and space to explore and use that potential.
1: I think I raised the bar for you by setting it up the way I did. You exceeded my expectations. What a beautiful answer. What a great answer. Thank you so much, Gordana, for being here on this show with us. I think that you've really inspired me. I've got goosebumps as I'm sitting here recording this right now. People are going to want to connect with you. I'm going to put every link to LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, my Power Talk website. All of it is in the show notes. Is there anything that you can sort of give us verbally here to help us if people want to connect with you?
0: Absolutely. They can go to MyPowerTalk.com or look into my head via Twitter. I'm MyPowerTalk on Twitter.
1: If you're not following MyPowerTalk on Twitter, do so. You will not regret that whatsoever. Again, thank you so much for being part of the Inspiring Leaders podcast and for sharing all of this with us today. I know that I'm speaking for our audience when I say that we really do appreciate your time here.
0: Thank you so much for having me, Terry. I had a blast. You're so fun to talk to. Thank you so much.
1: No, you're so welcome. And listen, folks, that is another episode of the Inspiring Leaders podcast. I sure hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I'd love to challenge you right now. Everybody who's listening, if you're up for it, leave us a rating on iTunes. Leave us your comments and ratings. That feedback is huge, and it's the fuel of this show. That's what helps us rank higher, and when we rank higher, we can get awesome guests like Gordana Burnett. So don't procrastinate. Go right now and hit that big old rating button. You'll make a difference in the lives of many other people. Thanks again, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to you again next week on the Inspiring Leaders podcast, brought to you by Ubiquity Online Coaching at www.ubiquity.coach. Take care, everybody, and thanks again. Thank you.